0: Hello? Hello? (laughs) Here?
1: What's good?
0: (laughs) Yes, I'm ready, I'm (sighs) ready.
1: Happy Tuesday, the best day of the week.
0: It is here. Happy Tuesday, y'all.
1: I literally, like, wait for Tuesdays. Like, I get so excited for Tuesday to come because I feel like... This is the start of the week. (laughs) It it brings me so much joy and motivation. I just love it.
0: Yes, it helps me um, to keep me accountable, really. Um, It makes me want to find the energy to do the things that I know I should be doing for myself anyway. So... I love Tuesdays. It's just the best day.
1: It really is. And before we get into this, I just want to add that Tuesday is Mars Day. So Mars is the planet of aggression, assertion, sex motivation. So it totally makes sense that we're feeling aligned on Tuesdays and why we're doing so much on a Tuesday. Like we're just channeling all of Mars's energy every single week on this day. It's amazing. Yes. Yes. Martes. Martes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> mi, mi tema de la semana. Mira, chica.
1: Okay. <laughs> All right, guys. Let's get into it. What's up, guys? I'm your girl, Vicky Lee of Sister Soul Healing. Here Heal with my beautiful, divine and aligned co-host, Jax of Gems with Jax, and we are a goddess's guide to self-love. Welcome. Welcome, y'all. Welcome. So we already know, you know, you're feeling good today because it's Tuesday, the best day of the week. And we are right in the full moon in Aries. Yes. Which we got to get yeah. right into because let me tell you, I always feel amazing during a fire sign moon. And I'm feeling that right now. Um, I feel inspired. Yeah. Mm -hmm. you know i i feel i feel ready i feel you know maybe i'm i'm channeling this uh warrior spirit of aries um i feel like i need to i feel like i'm gonna get done what i need to get done by any means necessary Agreed. yeah
0: i agree i think that that's what that fire energy does i feel like any fire sign when the moon is in any fire sign we get that energy but especially in aries with aries being the first of the zodiac the light of the zodiac that fire starter energy that push that we need it really helps us to give us that push in whatever it is whether that's us being creative whether that Mm -hmm. is us push things out of our lives it's giving exactly what it's supposed to give so i appreciate an aries full moon i have to be wary though sometimes with an aries full moon and tread lightly because sometimes if you get me in my bag and that anger that fire is at the forefront but i feel like with mercury retrograde coming to an end and it now just being in the shadow phase i'm embracing all of the feels and it's not getting to me in that way so that's amazing
1: yeah it's awesome that mercury retrograde is over but we survived I'm happy to okay. end it with a fire moon. Like, honestly, I think this is everything. I know it's everything I needed, but I think a lot of us were feeling scattered and feeling this kind of imbalance. Like, you know, you're you're in the breeze and you don't know which way to go and you don't know what's up or down and you're getting tossed around. I think Mercury Retrograde beat a lot of us up. And
0: mm-hmm.
1: now with it being over with this fire sign, it's kind of like a switch. Like we are just on. Yeah, you know but I think I think with that being said um and obviously you know you, we're gonna talk about self-love um and self-care like that that shift it kind of we don't want to neglect self-care during this time because a lot of us are feeling powerful a lot of us are feeling like we're stepping back into our power we're reminded you know who the fuck we are but we have to remember that the self-care that we were doing during Mercury retrograde still applies. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, there's, there's really no way around it. You still have to do your spiritual work and your self-care, even when you're feeling, empowered and motivated like don't get don't let any of that self-care go by the wayside because then when we do that um we exhaust ourselves and that's when a lot of people start to feel burnout or overworked or overtired and you know it's so important to nourish your body your mind and your soul even when we're feeling amazing
0: Mm, absolutely yeah and you know with this aries full moon that we have having it It forms an opposition, you know, with the sun, with it being in Libra. So, like, they're opposing. So, where the Aries energy has us focusing on ourselves, the Libra energy has us focusing on others. So, it's really about us, you know, really finding our routine within self, really focusing on compromising like, what works, what doesn't work, how can I make it work if this is what I really want. So, we're feeling a little bit of that pull. Like, how do I get this done? Because I know I want all of these things and I know it's not ideal for me to attack it right now, but how can I get it done? And making sure we keep our self-care at the forefront of it all will help us to navigate through that because it'll remind us who we are. It'll remind us what we need to do. It'll remind us of our strength, of our power and just keep us in alignment with, what it is that we need, even if the energy is wonky.
1: Yeah, I've been really feeling um, called to more of a routine. And I think for most of the year, I've let my Gemini Rising kind of drive the ship. And she's very excited and she's very colorful <clears throat> and she's very disorganized. And she does what she wants and she's very moody and you know i think now i kind of have to reel her in gemini all right take it easy like you need to do better for yourself and stop neglecting your self-care we talked last week about having a really challenging time taking care of ourselves and i think that adulting can be hard but Mm -hmm. we have to hold ourselves accountable and i had to sit down i actually saw a nutritionist and i said yo I, not like that, but I was like, I need I need help. I need to get this mind right, this body right. I feel like I'm at a point in my life where I, everything is out of whack. I don't even know when I should be eating. It's not like what I should be eating, right? It's like when I should be eating, um, when I should be sleeping, when I should be moving my body and working out. So he really helped me to develop a routine that I'm proud to say that I've been sticking to ever since Saturday. I didn't wait till Monday to start. I didn't wait till, you know, I think a lot of us start like, oh, resolutions or, oh, the start of the week. No, Saturday, I started. I just said to myself, I don't have, I don't have to wait. Like, I need to do this for myself now. So my routine, what it looks like is waking up at a certain time. And making sure that I eat within half an hour of rising. Some of you may already know this. Like, I'm not saying I'm cracking the code or reinventing the wheel here. But this is something that I needed to hear somebody else say to me because I wasn't getting it. And ultimately, I was the only one suffering. Um, yeah. You know, I can't, I can't say that. I was doing anything right and maybe it was ignorance or maybe I just wasn't listening to my body. I think for so many years that it's kind of starting to dawn upon, upon me like, did I have an eating disorder? <laughs> because after, it's, it's been years of eating at the wrong time. It's been years of not honoring what my physical body was telling me, the signals from my physical body because I feel like I can tap into my intuition, you know, in readings and with clients and with messages and downloads. But my physical body is what I was super, super disconnected from. So I wasn't picking up on hunger cues. I was dismissing my body. She was, you know, giving me hunger pangs like, hey, it's time to eat. And I was ignoring her for the sake yep. of productivity. Really? Like, what What the hell else was I doing? You know, I was just like, yes. oh, no, I can't stop. I can't slow down.
0: Yeah. You very well could have had an eating disorder because, you know, eating disorders come from trauma and a lot of times yeah. on to trauma, things develop and we're not even aware of them developing. So, like, and one thing that sticks out to me when you talk about your eating is, like, you not being able to recognize your body being hungry. And when I heard that, I was like, what? How do people how, like, <laughs> not know when they're hungry? Cause like, when I'm hungry, my gut is just like, yo, feed me, feed me. But also, you know, people don't talk about, you know, your relationship with food and that being somewhat of an eating disorder in itself. Because I find that when I'm sad or when I'm low, or when I'm bored and I feel stagnant, like food is my best friend, you know? I might not necessarily be hungry, Mm. but because I have nothing else to do, oh, I'm hungry, let me eat something. So like for you saying that you couldn't recognize when you were hungry, I was like, how does that even work? And I, I looked into it a little bit and started reading it and like comparing not being able to, you know, identify when you're hungry to being hungry all of the time. And it does so very much go hand in hand with trauma and what we hold on to. So anything that we don't talk about, anything that we disregard, anything that you know we've been denied our power of from childhood up into an adult, we push it down, deep down inside of us and like almost don't deal with it. And it goes directly to our gut. And so <clears throat> it either can block you from recognizing things or... When it it can send a signal to your brain like you're feeling this which means you need to be doing this and in my case that would be eating. You know, so that that brings me back to us talking about a routine. Finding a routine that works for you, identifying a routine and having your body on some sort of schedule or routine will let you know like it doesn't necessarily tell you when you're hungry but you'll feel like your body needs fuel. You'll feel like I, I need something to pick me up. I'm not feeling like myself. So, yeah, that's, that's that's a lot. You know, people don't recognize how important feeling our body is and what our relationship with the things that we take in, including food, is like and, and how our trauma affects that.
1: I think I was taking my body for granted, and it's just neglect after years of... Just not not listening, not listening to my body, and years of working a really crappy schedule and not being able to honor when my body needed to eat. You know, just feeling like okay, well, uh, my. My professional background is in retail and so many times like not being able to leave the sales floor, um, not being able to step off and even grab like a handful of nuts or rushing and not being able to take my full break. And I was in retail for over 15 years and that was the bulk of my, that was all of my 20s. And my early 30s and my late teens, like that's the bulk of my life that I spent suppressing my hunger because I was always taught in that toxic work environment to put the business first, to put the customer first, to put the schedule first before my own needs. And I thought I was doing everything right because I was getting promoted. I was making great money. I was, you know, getting sent on trips. I was getting free stuff. And then I, you know, not being at work because of um, other other reasons, um, I realized now I'm not limited by any of those restrictions, right? Anything that was imposed on me by anybody else, which is sick when you think about it. Like, you know, shame on any of my leaders for for allowing this to happen because I know it wasn't just myself. Other people struggled with this also. And then by the time you get to eat, what kind of food choices are you making or what time of day? I remember having dinner at like midnight. <laughs> I remember coming mm-hmm. home you know, from work at like 1am, 2am. And I'm like, I'm eating a full blown meal because I was starving. At that point, I'm like, okay, I'm listening. I'm listening. But so many nights went by where I just said, I'm too, I'm too tired. I'm too exhausted. Like I'm going to bed and I wouldn't eat, get up, do it again. I wouldn't have breakfast, jump right into work. Um, I, it's just years of teaching your body that she's not good enough or, you know, ignoring her. And I think your body starts to revolt. I mean, she's tough. My body's a fighter because I'm only dealing with this now in my 35th year of life where my body's like, okay, enough. Like, hello, mm-hmm. are you going to help me or not? Cause I, we, right. it, it can go both ways. You know, I can hold you down or shit can start happening. And I think that I was starting to feel this shit happening. I was starting to feel broken down. I was starting to feel parts of me deteriorating. And I know people are like, oh, 35, we're getting so old. Like, no, we're not. We're still very much young. We're still very much full of youth. And we can do anything. Today, is the, our bodies look amazing right now. This is the best that they have looked or can look. You know, I think we need to give our body a little bit more, more respect and... I don't know, something happened on Friday when I went to the nutritionist. He kind of woke me up because he was very calm. Um, he probably has Virgo placements because of how he was dressed. He even had like the double polo and the cardigan and very clean and neat. <laughs> and I was like, Listen, let me find out this Virgo man. And he was very soft spoken too, but he was also serious. Like he, he, he said, this is what you need to do. And no colorful language, no beating around the bush, straight to the point. And it was in a way that I understood that no one has ever spoken to me like that before. I was just like, yo, he's saying it so matter of fact. There's no reason why I should not be able to do this. So, you know, he said, you know, you got to get a food journal. And I'm like, yeah, I have. I have all these books I write down. He's like, yeah, but do you do it every day? Do you do it every meal? Are you really holding yourself accountable? Are you tracking it? And I'm like, damn, he caught. I got caught out there. You know, I don't yeah. I don't do it every day. I do it on the days that I feel amazing. On the days that I don't, I completely neglect that part of my routine. And I don't record my food journal. But I would say, in a nutshell, routine for self-care is number one priority. Because if you don't... I'm not saying you have to be strict. You can have wiggle room. Like, oh, if you want to go out to eat, fine. You could be human. You could still enjoy your experience. But I think holding yourself accountable to a routine that's only going to benefit you is tremendous and life changing. And we, we owe it to ourselves. So journaling. Yeah. Journaling. It's not just for food. It's, it's to monitor your mood and emotion. He even asked me, he's like, put down, how are you, how you were feeling those days? Did you have a migraine those days? I mean, if you really want to get specific, write down what kind of bowel movements you had those days. It's really keeping a journal of yourself and as I'm writing in it I'm realizing I have work to do still even with my routine like I owe it to myself to stick by this plan um he said he wants to see me again in four weeks and it's pretty much going to be every four weeks till we hit 20 weeks and at 20 weeks I should have lost 20 pounds so a pound a week doesn't seem so bad right
0: <laughs> yeah no. and it doesn't and it doesn't seem as stressful you know like you don't have to like Hit this huge goal. You know how some people have like five pounds a week, and for some people that works. And then a lot of times people hit this plateau where it doesn't, and then you start stressing yourself out, and then poor eating habits kick back in. So I, you, I think you got this one hundred percent. I'm literally taking notes from you as you're talking about your nutritionist and what he's saying for you to do. Because a couple episodes back we talked about food journaling, and I have not. We talked about me doing the meal planning and I have it in my head but I didn't write it down so like the whole family is not on board with it so I'm just taking notes here because you're right routine is very very crucial it allows you to feel comfortable in your life because you almost already are prepared and know what's going to happen and it also gives you the room to be spontaneous too, because you know your body. You know what you like. You know what you can endure. You know what you can't endure. So it allows you the space to get to know yourself to also be spontaneous and have structure at the same time. But you have to stick to it.
1: Yeah, and I I think that's the biggest thing. Like, the doctor, the nutritionist gave me the routine. But what am I doing with it? Right? (laughs)
0: Like,
1: I could very well not do anything with it. I I could be defeated. You know, I could... I could, I could say, this is crazy, it's not gonna work. I could have doubts, you know, but I'm at the point in my health and physical healing journey that I need all of the help that I can get and I'm willing to try it. And I don't think this sounds like anything foreign, you know, a routine, okay? Everyone should have some sort of a routine. But I wasn't doing that when it came to, my self-care. I mean, I think how do you, how do you expect to meditate and do self-reiki and you know, do your breathing and your breath work and your affirmations if you can't even nail the basics, which is sleeping, eating, hydration, and movement, right? Those are the basics. And I wasn't even doing that. I was denying myself something that my body is begging me for because of what? Like, I don't even know what... I haven't been at work in two years. There's no reason I shouldn't be taking care of myself. And I think back to our other episodes, the self-care mantra. My whole life revolves around my self-care. And I don't say that because I'm, 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 I'm preaching. I don't say that because it's my truth yet. I'm affirming that because it's still something right now that I hope and desire, that I'm working towards. And one day it will be my truth. But in the meantime, I'm using affirmations to help myself get there. You know, positive self-talk is probably the most beneficial thing you can do without having to buy anything or go anywhere. It's pretty simple. And we're all capable of doing it, whether it's out loud or on paper or in our head or listening to a guided meditation. Like these affirmations are really helpful in shifting our energy so that we can hold ourselves accountable, so that we can feel good, so that we can give our mind, body and soul exactly what she needs. We deserve it.
0: Absolutely. And I love how you said that You know you might not have to be saying them forever um it's just a part of you you know training your mind to you know believe these things you're raising your vibration and switching your mindset and i love that you said that it can change and it can fluctuate because just like the seasons change we change you know what i'm saying so just because an affirmation is working for us now in october doesn't necessarily mean that that's the same affirmation that we're gonna be saying to ourselves from April, 2021. Same with the foods that we eat, that we're intaking. We don't eat the same foods we eat in the summertime and fruits that we eat in the winter. So I love how, you know, you brought up the fact that it does change and our routine will change. What we eat will change. Our affirmations will, will change because we're evolving right along with you know the earth right along with the seasons right along with the, the divine flow of our life so I love that you you brought that up because baby winter I mean I don't know about how it is up there but it was <laughs> <You> one day. <laughs> And then it was winter the next day. Like, no, you don't you even have it.
1: to be in a day. You know how this weather is in New York. You wake up, it's cold as hell. It's like 50, 45 degrees. And all of a sudden in the afternoon, it's blazing hot. And you're like, oh mm-hmm. my God, why did I wear all these layers? And then on your way yes. home, it starts to flurry and rain. And by the time you get back in your house, it's like... Freezing cold, and you gotta close all the windows, turn on your heat, pull out your duvet cover.
0: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) and that sounds—you know—that sounds like life. That's a—that's a great description of how some days can go. You know, so yeah, that being adaptable, you guys, being able to adapt to it, to adapt and just flow and just be and allow yourself to grow with the changes is what Vicky was talking about, about having that room to allow yourself to be the human being that you are, but setting these routines help you understand yourself a little bit more so that when you are having the spontaneity or when you are growing through the changes, we're not as hard on ourselves as we once were or it doesn't seem as difficult because I have to tell you, this is the first Mercury retrograde that... I was like a spectator, you know, like Mm -hmm. everybody else was going not saying that Mercury retrograde did not come and teach me lessons because I learned lessons, but it wasn't as difficult as (laughs) the past like five, like that had Mm -hmm. me in the bed for days. And, you know, so I feel I, I give a lot of credit to us starting our tea times and this podcast prior to Mercury going into retrograde because It held me accountable with our self-care. It held me accountable Mm -hmm. with the foods that I'm eating. It held me accountable with making sure that I'm journaling and downloading because, you know, we need something to talk about when we do the podcast. And it made it so easy. It made it a routine for me to tap into me so that I would be prepared to show up for these roles that I had that I didn't even have time to think about. the the low vibrations or the negative energy or the teaching moments that mercury was showing me it was just all a flow because I knew myself and I knew when to rest I knew when I was messing up you know and I had people around me like yourself to hold me accountable like yo how are you going to ask the universe for abundance and then you're going to tell the universe you don't want it you know
1: right (laughs) right it's true and I think when we think about routines it's your daily routine it's your weekly routine it's your monthly routine mm-hmm. I know some people really thrive on structure so for example my earth signs who are listening to you, to us right now if you're like why is that so hard? I need you to be open-minded and open-hearted for us fire and water signs because we don't, we don't get it down like that. Okay. Nope. Straight <laughs> we, out. We, we thrive in a little bit of chaos sometimes, but mm-hmm. you know it's, it's worth it to try something that's out of, our comfort zone, just to get our body, mind and soul where it needs to be. You know, thinking about the Aries full moon and inspires us to get what we want by any means necessary. But it reminds us that our self-care is not to be left by the wayside, right? This is the warrior spirit. But when the warrior comes home, they need to rest and they need to recoup. So in this season, right? Right now, these three days that the full moon is in Aries, it's reminding us that you are powerful you are you are bad you could do anything you put your mind to but Mm -hmm. when you need to rest you have to honor what your body is asking you. Right now, we also have the shift in weather, a shift in temperature. The song that keeps playing in my head during this time is Protect Your Neck, Wu-Tang Clan. <laughs> I, I I really think about that song during this time of year because it's like you actually have to protect your neck, right? My Chinese yeah. acupuncturist always tells me that you don't want to get the wind exposed to your neck no matter what the temperature is because that opens up your qi, your energy flow to sickness. So protect your neck with a scarf right and make sure you're eating warm nourishing foods during this time right think about your self-care if you've already got the routine down pat what else are you doing to make sure that you're boosting your immunity right what else are you doing to make sure that you boost your confidence and channel your creativity um i think it's really all about putting these pieces together it's it's a it's a puzzle of you right Mm -hmm. It's figuring out what works. If affirmations are not your thing, don't feel pressured to do that. But I at least encourage you to give them a try because I have never been let down by positive self-talk and affirmations. It's only helped me grow in so many ways. Um, I just... I think that self-care is...
0: Important. I think self-care... Self... self, I want to, like... And so the difference between love and care when it comes to our relationships is the same thing when it comes to ourselves. So in order for us to have self-love for ourselves, we have to know how to care for ourselves. And in order for us to know how to care for ourselves, we have to set in some sort of routine. And not everything that you try or that you see everyone doing is gonna work for you. You're gonna have to go through phases where this worked, this didn't. But once you find what you know works for you, and tweaking it and making it a part of your everyday life because you know it feels good for you that is self-care that is self-love and continuing to grow you know with the times with the seasons and changing and evolving and continuing to have that routine continuing to make sure that you're doing everything to keep yourself right vibrating high you know over everything is what's going to make for this abundant life this grateful life this this life that just, you know, seems so blissful and you're a ninja to the bullshit that comes your way. Right. Right. Yeah.
1: I just think about you, you, you got to get wild. You got to feel the feels. You got to do what you mm-hmm. enjoy. You got to get creative, but you got to protect your neck and watch your step.
0: <laughs> uh-huh. And, and, exactly. And, and,
1: and, and don't forget the self-care because with self-care and self-love, that's, you raise your vibrations to attract more goodness. And that's what we're here for. That's what we deserve. I mean, I I think everyone deserves to feel amazing. And if self-care is going to get you there,
0: just do it. It's so true. It's so true. And so many people don't even realize how important it is, you know, to have self-care. I mean, there's so many people who, you know, thrive off of overextending themselves to others, but without realizing that they're really draining themselves because although doing for others makes them feel good, they don't even have a routine set in stone. They don't have a self-care, you know, act that they do for themselves to even notice that what they think feels good to them is actually draining them to the point of exhaustion, you know, to the point of, not having time for anything other than these things, you know, in in your case, not even having time to recognize when you're hungry to eat, you know, like just pouring into absolutely opposite of the things that we need to for ourselves. But it's all a, a part of these generational, you know, things that are passed down to us by family members because that's what they were taught and that's what they knew. And to them, that was the right way. And that was the way to do things. And it's just about choosing yourself every time. So what does that look like for you? Choosing yourself is what makes me feel good? What things do I need to hear to make me feel good? What do I need when I'm feeling bad to make me feel good? So just really tapping into you and knowing yourself and having a routine And doing things that allow you to get to know yourself will get you to get to know yourself to the point of being able to be that ninja, to protect your neck, to protect (laughs) your energy. Yep.
1: I'm never going to play myself again. So I'm going to share these affirmations because I think we could all benefit it right now. So if you guys are listening, go ahead and repeat this out loud. Shout it to the rooftops. Um, say it quietly in your head or jot them down because these affirmations are what been, they, they've been saving me. Um, so the first one, especially with, the, with this moon this is great actually this actually works really well. I release all that doesn't serve me. Mm, I'll give you a second fun. to write that down.
0: <laughs> yes typing away. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> I let go of fear, anxiety and worry.
0: Uh, fear, anxiety, and worry. I love that one.
1: I release all that doesn't align with my true desires. I am strong. I am worthy. I am powerful. I am enough. I completely trust my intuition. The universe always has my back. And lastly, I choose me. Mm. Yep. Those are what's been saving me every every chance I get. And I switch it up and I add a little bit here and there, but they definitely apply to the letting go that we are doing with the full moon, right? Really letting go of anything that doesn't allow us to be powerful, anything that drains us, anything that makes us tired and exhausted, anything annoying. Like, we're letting all of that go because it's time to stand in our power. And there's nothing more that I want to do. I want to... I'm standing in my power. I'm speaking my truth, right? I am showing up as the best version of me, Um. I'm letting go. I'm enjoying the ride know, I'm trying new things because I'm willing to, my mind and heart are open now. So it enables me to try things that are in my favor. Like that's also our power, right? That's also, <laughs> yes, the Aries, but it's only in Aries for three days. But this moon is so powerful where if you want it, it's already yours because what is for you will find you right? It will never miss
0: you. Yep. It will yeah. never miss you.
1: And that means feeling good in your own body. That means living good in your own life. That means continuing to attract whatever it is that you want, right? When, we, when I said I release all that doesn't align with my desires, I'm letting go of anything that is blocking me from my blessings, right? Blessings that I deserve, abundance, love, peace, harmony, health, Right, we talk about boosting our immunity this time of year, which is super important too. With the full moon, I'm like going, letting go of feeling unhealthy. I'm letting go of any fear. Right, I'm letting go of feeling weak. I'm letting go of feeling like I'm not enough. I'm letting go of the negative self-talk between me and myself around yeah, my body. That's okay. Limiting
0: beliefs. Absolutely, letting I'm letting go of that too.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think this is. You know, self-care looks different for everybody. Cause let's face it, we all like different things, you know. Jax and I we like to talk. So we got a podcast, we got tea time, we got this. We blow it up each other's phone, talk therapy is <laughs> a real thing. Like it's just not, it. I'm not yapping. Did you guys know that me and Jax have the same Mercury sign? <laughs> Mercury in Pisces. That's why we can't shut up when we're together. Okay.
0: It but, just flows, um, like water. Flows,
1: yeah, flows like water. Yeah, it flows like water. I do want to say one thing, though, because I would be remiss if I didn't bring up my favorite crystals during this time. Um, crystals that I've been utilizing ever since Friday upon seeing the nutritionist, but also I'm going to use them for letting go with the full moon. Um, Carnelian to awaken creativity, right? Root chakra healing to make sure I feel good in this body. When I feel good in this body, my creativity flows. Black tourmaline absorbing any and all negativity, right? Because I'm done with that shit. Black obsidian to protect. It's literally the shield. Fire quartz to boost self-esteem and immunity. And this stone also calms anxiety. And it's also a stone great for Aries placement. So if y'all are Aries, get you some fire quartz to keep your energy in check. And lastly, tiger's eye, this is for confidence, willpower and discipline, discipline to keep and honor your routines and honor your
0: self care. You know, I love, I love that you mentioned that because I am very intentional about my crystals and what I wear. And like, I will pick a crystal and it'll be like my go-to for like a month. And yeah. After, last, after last week <clears throat> and having that aha moment with myself and putting myself first and not feeling guilty in, in everything that I do, I went and I picked new crystals. Although I still have my green calcite, I, I did pick black tourmaline, so I've been wearing my black tourmaline. Nice. I do have my obsidian ring that I've been nice. wearing. I did take out carnelian oh, and put no. it on my table where I do most of my creative things. And I have been wearing my tiger's eye oh. ring, which gives me the the power and the creativity and the grounding to do what I need to do for myself. So <laughs> talk about alignment. The only one that I didn't have that you're about to get paid the invoice <laughs> for is the fire court.
1: Oh my God. So, I love it. Alignment. Yes.
0: Yes. That is so cool. It's amazing. Dope.
1: It is amazing. And I, you know what? Yes. Yes, yes, yes to all that. It's okay. I I have a lot of crystals, but, you know, I use certain ones during certain times. And, I mean, guys, that is just the proof that these are the crystals to utilize during this time. Crystals are our friends. They have amazing healing properties and benefits. This that I listed is a small list. I could go on and on and on about the benefits of each of the crystals. It is not limited to only this. No, good, good job, Jack.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, talk about trusting your intuition, okay? Yes. That was so in alignment. I love it. Talk about being in alignment, though. At the end of 2020, I wrote uh, predictions for every month coming for 2021. And I have my October one here. And with the full moon, you know, being here, I feel like what this prediction reads is literally what a lot of us collectively are going to be dealing with with this full moon and the end of mercury retrograde so i want to share it with you guys and you know this is just a collective you know type of energy it was my personal one but through my readings from october 1st to now i'm seeing that this is like a theme of energy that's been happening this week. so here goes you guys it says what's been weighing heaven heavy on you Are you carrying emotional baggage, generational baggage, weight, clients' energy? Whatever it is, it's time to unpack that bag, throw out what no longer serves you, and move on. Stay true to yourself. When doing this unpacking, be sure to remember your beliefs, your morals, and what you think. Put yourself first. Revisit your diet exercise change, adapting and i have question marks next to all of these diet question mark exercise question mark change question marks adapting question mark and then it says what is triggering you start there and work yourself how you know best treat yourself like you would your best friend and break down the walls you will only get better so don't be afraid say it loud say it proud be yourself know yourself love yourself do for yourself without feeling guilty and to close it out you've learned this lesson all year now is the time to use it to help yourself and others it may be difficult because shame is hard to let go of but stay true to you you're helping way more people than you know you're tough for a reason Fire gang. Ooh. Ooh.
1: Okay. Ooh. That's everything. It's exactly yes. what we're going through right now. And it brings me to the self-love mantra of the day. Choose you. Choose period. you. Period. period. Yes. Trust your intuition. Stand in your power. Let go and enjoy the ride. Amazing. That's beautiful, Jax. Gems dropped! Gems (laughs) dropped! (laughs) Oh, thank you guys. Thank you, Jack. Thank you everybody for tuning in, for listening to our adventures of self-care, right? Yes. (laughs) Thank you for listening to us every Tuesday or whenever this finds your ears. If it's here, if you are here, there's a message for you. Thank you for joining us. We are a guidance's guide to self-love and I'm your girl, Vicky. You can find me on Instagram at sister soul healing
0: and I'm your girl Jax and you can find me at gems with Jax, spelled with a J on Instagram check us out y'all show us love we appreciate you for being here so much gratitude my heart is full
1: much love and peace to you Jax thank you again always yes
0: bye bye
1: y'all